Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another exciting episode of the Two Bums and a Mike Sports Podcast. I am your host for today, Christian Landreth, accompanied by my good friend Kevin Ellerby and co-host. Today we will be talking about the Home Run Derby and the All-Star Game that just happened this weekend. So that is some exciting news filled with a bunch of winners, some cool moments, and ours truly, Luis Robert Jr., hurting himself during the first round of the Home Run Derby. (laughs) But before we get to all of that, you can find us at Spotify Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, and everywhere you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on our socials at Two Bums and a Mic. So, Kevin, how are you doing today? Good. Yeah, not too bad. A uh, little, little stormy today. A lot of tornadoes here in Chicagoland. So I heard. Uh, not, not, uh, not the funnest day. I know you're, you're relaxing with your feet up up in Wisconsin by oh, the yeah. lake. Um, is the weather okay up there? Anything? Crazy uh, it, up there? it rained. It rained. Uh, okay. For mo- most of the day. Funny story is I had a job interview today at the uh, Daniel's Foods grocery store up here, and my mom was at work, so she had the car. We only have one car up here, and. I had to walk so I was like okay and it was at one o'clock so you know I I I get I get going and about five minutes in it starts raining and so well I'm like well I'm already committed I don't have another mode of transportation so I just kept walking I soaked I got there Shockingly, it was just my shirt and my hair that were actually soaked. My pants didn't get like, a lick of water, like rain on them, and I'm well. Just, that's like, good. Thank God. <laughs> uh, but uh, thankfully, they were all nice, and they, we all laughed about it. And you know, it's just like uh, it was actually funny. It's the one, the one day I have something. So we we haven't had a lot of rain up here for a while, and it's just been no rain, no rain, no rain. And the one day that I am walking a mile to a job interview, it decides to rain. <laughs> Help me That's explain. Classic, man. I mean... <laughs> it's just, it's just like, of course, today is the day it decided to rain. That's just the world just playing games at that point. Oh yeah, and tomorrow it's going to be like 85 and beautiful and, you know, you know, screw me, right? Um, but yeah, they were really nice, and then the interview ended, and then they actually uh, got uh, somebody to give me a ride home, which was oh, how nice is that? Super awesome. Yeah, that was sweet. How did it go, by the way? How'd the interview go? Oh, well, I mean, I worked there before, like okay, a long so, time ago. So yeah. Okay, I didn't know if it was that same grocery store. Or not. Yes, same grocery yeah, that's store. That's a perfect yes. summer job up there for you. I mean, yes, it great. is. It, I mean, it's really close to where we live. Uh, it's not that hard. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, make some cash while you're up there before you come back for school and whatnot. So that's yeah. great. That's yeah. awesome. But yeah, we probably should jump into our topic for the day. Um, I know we were, we want to definitely touch to, to start on the home run derby. Obviously very exciting that happened. Uh, as today it is Wednesday, uh, the home run derby happened on Monday. Yes. Um, yeah. So I, what overall from, I guess you said you didn't, weren't able to watch the whole thing, but you saw parts or where I how saw the before? first two rounds. I okay. saw up until, um, Luis Robert Jr. Winning the first round. That was the last I saw of it. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, man, I honestly, I saw the whole thing. I really, 
really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, I, it's the home run derby. How can you not have a good time? But I mean, I think for sure the initial call out is the first round with Pete Alonso and Julio Rodriguez um, and Rodriguez hitting 41 home runs in the first round. Absolutely insane. And a home run derby record. Even, you know, even in the times where there wasn't a time limit, you know, and they did the 10 outs. Which like, they should go back to, by the way. I see. I liked that. I liked it. It just took too long, I think, is what the biggest thing was. But I yeah. like that idea of 10 outs. I don't know. That's just yeah, how it's I... just, it, it feels so rushed. You don't get to enjoy all of the, you know, bombs that these guys are hitting. Yeah. And it's just, and it can lead to, it can lead to people getting hurt. Oh, speaking about hurt. Speaking about thought. hurt. So, uh, <laughs> the White Sox uh, star, only all-star this year, Luis Robert Jr. was participating in the Home Run Derby for the first time. And uh, apparently, after the Home Run Derby ended, there was a uh, report coming out that he was not going to participate in the all-star game because he tweaked his calf during the first round of the Home Run Derby. And like, come on. why am I not shocked? It's so classic. It's 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 the White Sox. It's just our luck. Our, our oh, of course. Our, our one All Star who's having a terrific year. You know, he's finally playing a lot and everything. He, he participates in the Home Run Derby, and who's the only one to get hurt? Oh, right, the guy that plays for the White Sox. Of course. Yes, sir. Just a comedy <laughs> of errors for for the White Sox, and it's just honestly, it's hilarious. I, I have I have learned to find the comedy in it, so I don't absolutely want to jump off a cliff. <sighs> Thank you, yeah. Jerry. Another another great day to be a Sox fan, baby. Oh, it's just the best thing in the world. And if honestly, you can catch though, my sarcasm, uh, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I really enjoyed watching uh, Adley Rutschman. I know me and Mike are a huge fan of him. Um, get I mean, a room already. I dude, he's awesome. He's this young stud catcher, switch hitter. Which let me tell you, folks, if you did not see the home run derby, this young kid goes up there and in the middle of the derby he swaps sides, which is insane. And then he hit eight for ten once he swapped. Like it was insane. It was just awesome. to lose. Um, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> He lost, which I'm not going to lie. I, I may or may not have been using FanDuel to spend a couple dollars on Rutschman because I really wanted him to win and my odds were good. Yeah, you kind of out. Um, you're, 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 you're out about 50 bucks. Uh, well, let's, I, you know, that, that I'll be honest, that was the largest bet I've ever made. Um, never made a bet that big before, but that was insane. Like, I was like, really, I was like, I can do this. He will do this. And then, surprise, surprise, I get smoked. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I don't, I don't bet that much. But I used to go harder in college. But now it's once in a rare while. So I just thought home run derby, you got to do it. So, but Adley, of course, got beat out by Luis Robert, and, and he moved on uh, to the next round. And and the next C down from they're not that not the next C, but the. Then the same bracket, it was Garcia versus Rosarena. Um, and of course, uh, that was 24 to 17. 
uh, Rosarena had pulled it out to go up against our boy Luis Robert. Um, and of course, Robert, who would have thought, didn't make it out. Um, yeah, I just I, I just want to make it clear, Rosarena, you're not a power hitter, so uh, never do the derby again, and we, we all hate you. Uh, <laughs> 35 home runs for, or Rosa Reina making a home run derby final yeah that'll never happen again in his life uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I feel bad after saying that but it's just I, I wanted Luis to win yeah I mean I think we, we all did I mean especially you me and Mike I mean we wanted to see our guy keep moving but man wouldn't it be great to see a stocks player win it Oh, what yeah. was the last time? What Frank Thomas with Frank Thomas? Frank yeah. Thomas in the in the, like the in nineties. Yeah, I thought. I, yeah, it's like ninety five. Yeah, it's somewhere mid nineties. And like, and then the the last on. White Sox player to participate was Todd Frazier back in twenty sixteen. Yeah. Oh my dude! Like we have to have a better showing. We have to, but I mean, here we go again in this long loop of just not wanting to spend money not getting quality players. And then the prank is we get some quality players. They do so bad for us. And then we trade them and then they do phenomenal. It's like, or, okay. or we just literally, or they just, we like let them go for nothing in free agency. And then they do great wherever they land. And it's just like, thank you for not doing that here. Yeah. Honestly, it's like, what the heck, man? It's, it's the, it's the, we're the new, uh, we're the, we're the new Cubs. It's the place where, uh, careers go to die yeah <laughs> um but yeah so to kind of continue we know uh rosa reina and uh vladimir Guerrero jr did make it to the finals with uh Guerrero jr pulling out on top um so that one that was you know that was a nice one i mean it, it's vladdy i mean come on yeah i think it's yeah, the I, first I, ever father-son duo to have both of them win the derby like ever oh really that's a great call out i didn't know that that's yeah. Fantastic. Well, good yeah, for them. So that was cool. I mean, that's awesome. That is super cool. And what I really did like, um, Adley Rushman's his dad pitched to him, which I thought was super cool. Uh, the only problem I had with it was his dad. He was trying to help out his son, but like the catcher kept showing emotion to throw quicker because his dad just wasn't throwing fast. Like he wasn't throwing the number of balls that should have been thrown. Like Which is taking... again the problem with the timed is because they are rushed. Yep. And it's just it's a big uh, the the ML the MLB it needs to fix some things. I mean that that's a minor fix, but yeah, I just, I just think for overall it'd be better. I don't I don't know why they wouldn't want to make it as long as possible because it's literally a cash cow. Yeah, honestly, huh? Like seriously. So... Yeah, honestly. So, well, hopefully MLB, if you're listening, please. Make, make these adjustments. Go back to the 10-out rule. Um, I, and I think that would give, number one, like we know Luis Robert in the, in the semifinals, his pitcher screwed him so hard. There were, there were, there were a couple of the pitchers that absolutely yeah. sold their, their hitters. Yeah, and that's why I think, like to offer your point, I think having that timed is just not the move because they're trying to rush and get more pitches out there but they lose accuracy and quality to give the batter the best shot. Yeah, it's but, like, why are you throwing Luis Robert a down and outside slider? We know he chases those all the time. Yeah, just throw a fastball down the middle. Crazy idea. 
or well like just like a soft toss just down yeah literally just tee it up tee it up that's the point yeah could you you imagine if they use like tees (laughs) (laughs) like actually just kind of randomly well there was actually there was actually a uh somebody uh suggested that they use a machine oh what do you think about that you like you know it could work because I mean, all you do is you set the machine to throw it where you, you want, as slow as want them to throw it, yeah. and then you 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 know you get the speed to where that you'd want it, and then it's just you know it's automatic every time. Yeah, and maybe you know since they could practice with it, they could find the speed that works best for them, and then say, okay, this is what I want you to set it for. You know. Right. So I, I, that's a really interesting idea. I, but I think there's something cool about having an actual coach or person throw that ball. I think that just adds something cool and traditional about it. Right. But at the same time, you know, ha- having a consistent same pitch every time w- would definitely give an advantage to the batters. For sure. Right. And it would make it, it would make it like even because everybody got the same thing. Yeah. You know. you know what? Absolutely. I think you're right on. But, I, you know, who are we, right? <laughs> yeah, honestly. Hey, did you so, see uh, Deshaun Watson was there? And he really? Had this, like, yeah, he had this huge, like, diamond-encrusted gold chain that's that, like, um, you know, home run derby champ that was made. He, he was he had it on him. And then he gave it over to, to Vladdy when he won. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, really? At least yeah. I, I, I want, I'm pretty sure it was Marshawn. I'm pretty sure. You mean Deshaun? Did I say Marshawn? Who the hell is You Marshawn? just said, you were thinking of Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that doesn't sound right. I'm sorry. Deshaun Watson. Um, so. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, wow. so that's kind of cool. Interesting like, choice. Whatever. Uh, yeah, so an interesting choice. But uh, anything else on the home run duper before we kind of move on to our next topic? Uh, no, not really. I mean, it was a fun event, and yeah, you know, as it every always year, is, man. So I mean, good or bad, it's 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 a great time for the family to sit down, go to the game, sit down um, at a local local pub, perhaps, or just you know at home um, and watch it watch a great home run derby. Nothing better than it, um, right? And it but, gives us. Uh, some time off so we don't have to watch the White Sox lose exactly. for a few days. Well, it's all right. We still get screwed because, you know, we, we, still, we, still, have, we still have another 80 some games to lose. So, oh, of course. It'll oh, be a blast. It'll be a blast. And Luis Robert gets injured. So, like, they're like, hey, you thought you could take a couple day break? That's funny. We still got to screw you somehow. Yeah. So, uh, that's how that works. Like, even when there isn't, even when the White Sox aren't playing and there's no baseball going on. The baseball gods still find a way to give us the middle finger, and it's. Just, <laughs> I just don't know what we did to deserve this. I don't know, but I believe I will never lose hope that our team will come back and be the 2005 level that they were. Kevin, oh, you mean someday, or do you mean this year? Oh no, 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 someday. Not oh, this okay. Year. I was about to say. I was like, uh, uh no, someday, someday. I'm like, oh, I Kevin is blind. Yeah, I, I know. I might be a hundred, but it, it will happen. But yeah, so kind of changing over now, we were wanted to talk about the all-star game. Um, obviously that, that occurs the next day. 
um, after the home run derby, and it, it occurs at the same stadium as the home run derby. Mm-hmm. So we and we were in Seattle at T-Mobile Park. Yeah, yeah, that was honestly I was able to watch. I don't know about you, I was able to watch the entire game, and I really, I, I mean, it's just I love watching all these all stars play. It's just absolutely phenomenal. And uh, yo, did you, were you able to watch the whole thing? I think you may have said you only saw bits and pieces. I don't know where you were. No, I I did not. I did not watch the All-Star game. To be honest with you, I kind of forgot about it after I learned, after I kind of saw that Luis Robert wasn't going to be playing in it. The the day (laughs) went by, and and it was like, I got a notification on my phone. It's like, you know, the winner of the All-Star game this year. And I was like, oh, yeah, right. That happened. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'd like to start first with saying the National League won the All-Star game. And this is the the National League. Yeah, and this is the first All-Star game win since 2012. So Yeah, they had been in the drought. Yeah, so that's so that is honestly really cool to see that they kind of broke that drought. But uh, you know, that's what makes baseball interesting. It's never the same every year. There's new players, new competitors, just new powerhouses. And you know, it was kind of cool. Um, they had a lot of people that were mic'd up every inning. Yeah, they and do that. I, dude, it was so funny. They had um, Julio Rodriguez was really good, but when they had Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman on, it was so funny. It was hilarious. <laughs> like they were just you know, uh, Mookie. I think was in the, he, again. Don't quote me on this, but he was in. He was talking and basically saying like, "Yeah, Freddie, Freddie didn't. Freddie doesn't like me. He doesn't want to talk to me. He's just been avoiding me the past couple of days." And he's like, "Man, I'm getting focused. I'm nervous." And he's just basically busting his chops. And dude, it was so funny. I'm like. Good, good, good for them to be able to do that. And I want to <laughs> say, I, I, I believe it was Freddie Freeman that was talking about Shohei Otani when he came up to bat. And he's like, it's, you know, obviously Shohei Otani is such a great player. And he's like, you don't think he can get better. And now that he's getting even better, it's like, it's scary. And I'm yeah. like, to hear that, to hear a pro player say it's scary, especially being Freddie Freeman, I'm like, it's Shohei Otani. It's amazing. Right. Like yeah. he, he is the guy. And it was awesome. When he came out to bat the first time, everyone was chanting, like, to to join Seattle. Like, come to our team. Well, yeah. I mean, and he's, he's like, on the last amazing. year of his deal. Is he going to get traded? Is he, is he, are, are the Angels going to try to resign him? Is he going to go somewhere else? It's White Sox? It, yeah. It, <laughs> could you imagine? Like, actually, could you imagine? <laughs> See, I can't get myself all hyped up about it because then I, I know I will be unrealistically just absolutely nauseating with I just I just can't because it's A, it's not going to happen. B, it's not going to happen. And C, it's never going to flip and happen. Never say never. I, I'm saying never. Uh, oh, come on, man. I mean, I believe. I gotta have gotta have faith, man. It's Shohei Otani's coming, and <laughs> it, yeah, we, we just need it, man. Like I'm, I'm praying so hard. Come on. But yeah, so I, I love. I'm, that's another thing. I'm very excited to see where Shohei goes. But uh, no, Shohei had a, another great performance. I I don't think he did phenomenal, but I think he just you know he did average. Um, but hey, it's Joey Otani. You know, I was lucky enough to see him 
uh, when the Angels came to uh, to Chicago. I saw I saw him over at Guaranteed Rate. Um, <laughs> Shohei, I think I think that was the one game that Mike Trout struck out four times in a row. Yes. I'm like, dude, I came to the game wanting to see Mike Trout hit a nuke, and guess what? He just kept striking out. I'm like, okay. Now the White Sox want to do good. The day I go, yeah, against Vince Velasquez is all people. Yeah, I'm like, come on. Of all really, people. really. But um, yeah. So I was. That's that's really cool to see those guys out there playing. And I I'm not gonna lie. I really like the intro. I don't know if you were able to see clips of it after the. Yeah, I saw off. some. I saw some clips of uh, it. It was so cool. I liked the music was just banging, and these guys were rolling out team by team. And of course, when the Houston boys rolled out, they were just getting booed so bad, and I was so yeah. Happy about the, it. the Astros, the Astros aren't going to live that down ever, no, never, never. Um, and it's, it's even it's kind of funny because I, I don't know if, if if Kyle Tucker and Jordan were on that team. I don't think they were. And it's just like it's it's like a not fair to like put them in that group of people. But yeah. as long as people are playing for that organization, they're going to get booed everywhere they go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe one day people will forget about it, but I highly doubt that. Yeah. I mean, it's just, come on. And then Dusty, of course, rolled out, and everyone was like, he's smiling, waving everywhere. Everyone just booing him out of the stadium. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like good for Seattle. Well, and also Going Seattle, uh, Houston beat Seattle last year in the playoffs. Oh, so. yeah, that's bad, too. I didn't, yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's a good call out. But, mm. but yeah, no, I honestly though, like it was a great game to watch. Um, obviously, the big thing of the game, uh, Elias Diaz hit a home run to put the National League in front, uh, which was awesome. I think it was like, come on, to, to hit a home run in the All Star game, that alone is the coolest thing ever, especially off of Batista if I may say, which is just absolutely insane. So that was, I can't, I don't know his exact ERA, but I thought it was around one, wasn't it? Uh, it's pretty low. Yeah, it's super low. So I was like, holy crap. So that was, I was, that was really cool. And I really give um, Diaz a lot of props because like after the game, um, of course, out of all people, um, especially him hitting the home run to win, to, to win it, he, uh, he got MVP. But he was t- when he was talking about his mom, um, he like was crying a little bit and like teared up really bad. So that was that was really cool to see, just see genuine emotion, and you know, care for not just himself but his family and his fans. Well, yeah, like, that's I think, awesome. That's yeah, cool. I think we kind of lose like the perspective and the fact that they're not just these pundits playing baseball; they're human beings too. Yeah at the end of the day they they're just the same as us is they they just play baseball at an extremely high level and yeah. i think we just we kind of we kind of lose that perspective and we kind of think that they're like these robots uh but they're definitely not so yeah i mean it's always cool to see moments like that i mean it's hard not to be romantic about baseball yeah no absolutely so. I, that's a that's, that's a great call out i think it really is it's it's easy to forget that they are people and, you know, a lot of them are there for not just them, but have, you know, make their families proud, make themselves proud, you know, be a role model. Like that's really, it's stuff that we, I think, look over too much. So that's a really good call out. Yeah. 
Um, I'm trying to think. I don't. I mean, what else? Is there anything else in the game that we really want to chat about? I'm. I mean the uh, the White Sox did make a very monumental oh, yeah, trade absolutely. today. Oh yeah, Bring this up. Bring this up. Uh, let me let me find it real quick. No, that's a great call. I forgot about that. So the White Sox today traded for Kansas City Royals relief pitcher Mike Myers or Myers, however you say yeah, it. Yeah, Myers, I think. He has zero saves. Perfect. A 6.15 ERA, 17 strikeouts, and a whip well above one and a half. Sounds like this has cash money. Oh, yeah. Our, our season <laughs> is absolutely saved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's 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 tankathon season for, uh, for the White Sox right now. And uh, people are starting... This kind of uh, garnered some talks because... Uh, uh, Giolito is not scheduled to pitch in this upcoming series out of the All-Star break uh, where he was supposed to be. So it's kind of looking like Gio is, you know, one foot out the door at this point. Well, hopefully we get someone better with than with someone with a 6 ERA. Yeah. Like, why? Why did we pick him up? Because we needed a roster spot <laughs> once, once we need people to take take over after you know the trade deadline which is looking like is going to be a complete overhaul so yeah. it, it's it's pretty much uh, been reported that the White Sox are going to be like one of the biggest sellers at the deadline and uh, other than Dylan Cease, Luis Robert Andrew Vaughn and Eloy who according to John Heyman of the New York Post uh, named those four as the uh, only untouchables. So everybody else is, you know, on the hook for, you know, being traded at the deadline. So it's it's looking like the White Sox are going into their third rebuild after 2005. So, <laughs> yay! Uh, yay! <laughs> yeah, the Five Nights at Freddy's, um, you know, yeah. 5 a.m. music. Yay! <laughs> With the confetti. Yeah. So uh, we're going into a, a very, very luxurious and prosperous new era of White Sox baseball that we totally have not seen before. Yeah. Uh, you know, just totally random. I'm just kind of thinking, like, for in regards back to the All-Star game, like, did, did anyone notice that, uh, you know, Craig Kimbrell came out like a dog <laughs> yes. and, and saved the game? And guess what he couldn't do? He couldn't do his little T pose for us and uh, scare away the competition because he sucked. Uh, but now that he gets to uh, change teams, he's like, "Yep, I'm on the Phillies. Yep, I can do good again. Okay, good thing." <laughs> I'm like, "What is this? Like, come, on. like, what actually is this? Why can't people do good?" And I see this is this is my this is my fear. Let's just say we get Otani. Let's say we get like the greatest players in baseball right now on the White Sox. I I have a fear that they won't even do good in Chicago. Like, what? <laughs> there, 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 there's, like, a curse on us. For You know, the Cubs have a curse, or now it's broke or whatever, but, you know, I'm worried that the White Sox have a curse that anybody that comes here sucks. Like, yeah, I, I'm uh, worried. Like, this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it is very not good. 
it's I just it, I, it, it has I mean I, I don't know uh, it's it's one or two things it's either A they don't want to be here or B our coaching staff is just god awful and destroys everybody and anybody that plays for us it, it's one of it's one of those two things it's either A they don't want to be here so you know they they don't perform to their ba- uh, their best ability and then they get shipped out or they leave in free agency and then you know they can be somewhere where they want to be you know it's not just the third largest sports market in the world in Chicago so I don't know why anybody wouldn't want to be there <sighs> honestly like what the heck is going on but uh, oh, it's just uh, if anybody out there who is not a White Sox fan and doesn't have to go through all of the pain and suffering that we've had to deal with uh, ever since 2005, I envy you because this is just god awful. Jump off a cliff, I don't want to live anymore, <laughs> you know, type of, you know, just bad baseball. Uh, oh, I just it, it it's hard to explain. It's just it's so bad. It's fantastic, you could say. Yeah, we're sixteen under sixteen games under five hundred in our third year of our contention window. Yep. Oh, Sounds about right. And you know, I'm still waiting for the parade that Rick Hahn promised us. Yeah, honestly, huh? Yeah, so at, at this at this point, I'm kind of just content with as long as, you know, Jerry's the owner, Rick and Kenny are still with this team, they're not going to do anything. Because uh, Rick Hahn has shown twice now that he can't do his effing job. Do you, do you think it's Rick or do you think it's because he can't get the money from Jerry? I think it's a combination of both. Yeah. I'm... Th- I, because you know when you know when we were making all those trades like the Chris Sale trade and we were getting all these prospects, it was, you know, we're like, oh look at uh look at how good Rick Han Han is and oh my God he's the savior and and now look where we're at. <laughs> so <sighs> it's it's just frustrating. Uh, everybody has to go. Uh, coaching staff, general manager, president, owner. I mean, it just has to be taken down to the studs and built back up from scratch. I mean, yeah. And then the sad thing is, uh, Rick Rick is going to get the opportunity to do it for a fourth time or a third time. I'm sorry. Yep. Get get to see the wins, uh, the wins of how much we're paying them. I'd be curious to see uh, how much you're getting paid there, Rick. Because I don't know what you do, but uh, whatever you're doing, it's not good. And if you screw us a third time, there's going to be some issues. I mean, it, it, it's bad enough that you have your fans uh, paying for billboards saying sell the team. Okay. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's not true. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, boy. Yeah, so it's just... Oh, it's just so frustrating. It's uh, it's it's the age-old definition of insanity with Jerry and all of them. It's 
doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. Yeah, honestly, it's just Ugh. if you don't practice different or or think of it like this, if you're practicing incorrectly, you'll never you'll never get better because practice has to be perfect. And if you don't have perfect practice, you won't have perfect performance in the games. And if we're doing the same thing and Rick Hahn is doing his practice, but he's practicing incorrectly and screwing it up every time, there's no positive performance. And it's just, it's sad. That's all yeah. I gotta say. It's yeah. sad. Welcome, uh, yeah. And so uh, to get off of our uh, yeah. our weekly uh, therapy sessions, <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank you all for listening to another podcast episode of ours uh again this has been the two bums and a mike sports podcast i have been your host christian and i have been kevin thank you all for listening again again listen to us on spotify for podcasters spotify apple podcasts and anywhere that you can get your podcasts also follow us on our socials all at two bums and a mike and let's go white Sox. Velveteen.